0: Well, I believe uh, that's our message today. Oh, how we love Jesus. Because he first loved me. uh, Had it not been for the blood of Jesus, we'd have no reason to be here. That's the only reason we're here. And, you know, this morning we're here, uh, you know, really and truly, you know, I'm standing up here this morning, and I I guess I'll have to admit that I felt pretty uh, unsettled about speaking today there for, but this morning I came here, and somehow the Lord just touched me, and I don't really understand. I know God can do that. And yet, you know, we feel so undone. Uh, I think we can kind of get a grip of ourselves if we realize that we're equal at the cross. And uh, we always need to keep going back to the cross. No matter how old you are, what age you are, we always need to keep going back to the cross. Kneel at the cross. Jesus will meet you there. And you know sometimes we like to think that we'll one of these days we'll get big enough that we won't have to do that. I don't think we will. We don't want to get that big. We want to humble ourselves in the hand of God, in the mighty hand of God that he can lift us up. I do say this morning it's good to see you here. My sister Delal is here, it's good to see her here. I uh, always like to have her in the audience when I speak. I spoke. I always said that one of my favorite, my favorite person, I don't think this would be uh, in disrespect to anybody, but my favorite person to speak as I spoke as preaching God's word was my mother. I can still see the face of my mother as I would preach. (coughs) And I know that she understood that she. She raised me, she understood the undoneness of my life, and she understood that, that I need a lot of God's love, and yet she was always there to support me whenever at a lot of funerals and things that my mom was there. And uh, today I'd like to talk about overcoming. And I figured out as I began to study about overcoming. There's no way that, and I don't plan on speaking long. I'll just tell you that at the onset. I realize that time's not right, okay? And I don't plan on speaking long. But when I begin to think about overcoming There is so many things that we've got to overcome. Driving down the roadway the other day, went by a place that, that uh, rehab center, so to say. On the outside, on the billboard, it said, bringing men out of darkness into the marvelous light. That's good. It all sounded good. And praise God for that, for that billboard. But inside that mission, I knew in my mind, I actually know the person, so I don't want to, I'm just telling you I do. And I know that he was divorced and he was remarried. And yet, I, you know, just like that, I just had a, such a critical spirit. Now, I'm not here to say that we should condone that type of sin, but I am here to say that I shouldn't, yeah, we need to let God, the Bible, yeah, we need to let God take care of sin, and but we need to still pray, and we still need to love, and and, and you know, um, no matter where, you know... Um, it kind of reminds me, it's like I walked up to them at the homeless the other day, and I walked up to this one man, and, and the first one of the first words he said, I said, I know it's sin. He said, I'm gay. Well, okay, well, walk away from him. But God loved him, and they all agreed, and they comforted herself, realizing that, yeah, but God loves me. And there was about three others there right with them. I don't know where they were at and all that, but they said, well, yeah, God loves you just like you are. He loves you, made me think, and you know, and yet, you know, I was there, and you know, it was just like, I was, I was, I was at that perfect form. I had kind of a critical spirit, so I had something to deal with, too. And that's what I wanted us to think about this morning, that there's a lot of things that we need to overcome in life. And I, I didn't even know if I was even going to mention that. It's the first thing that comes to my mind. Really didn't know I was going mention One thing is, that we have to have a unified spirit in our heart. Okay. I going to say that, right? we got to have that. We've got to be unified. We have, we have to have a unified spirit in our heart. And, you know, Well, you know where the overcomers are at. It's in uh, Revelations two and three. Then you can turn to that, and I'd like for you to think. The main focus of all that is that they overcame him with the blood of the Lamb, by the word of their testimony, and they loved not their life unto death. You know, for us to overcome, we had to over we had, we overcame with the blood of the Lamb, with Jesus. God formed us, the world deformed us, and Christ transforms us. We have, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. You know, I, um, I believe that you know God. Uh, I think the Bible makes it very plain that some men's go sins go before judgment, others they follow after. We have to be an overcomer. We have to overcome the things that that keep us so bound, so to say. Um, yeah, I was mentioned that Satan will get you down, and that's true. But the love of Jesus can forgive us and can, can cleanse us and bring us. out of of the Maury Clay and set our feet up on a solid rock. And we need to be an overcomer. We need to overcome the world, so to say. And a lot of people would say, what is the world? It's anything that separates us from God, I think I should be able to say. And we see here this morning as we think about overcoming, we dare not get weary of well-doing, for in due season we shall reap when we faint not. We're too close, we're too close. We're at the threshold of eternity, I think I should be able to say, and we're way too close to stop now. You know, it reminds me of a little, the crippled boy that was running the race or he, he somewhat handicapped. And right before the end of the race, he fell down. And he didn't quite make it across. And you know, the, the people began to cheer and he got up. He went across the line. And you know, brothers and sisters, we need to continue in the things that we have been taught and the things that we have learned. From a child thou hast known the Holy Scriptures. And we need to continue in God's word. We need to base our life on the principles of God that teach us. And, you know, I, I guess in everything in life, you know, it's fine. it, it, it kind of seems like, you know, there's times, a lot of times, we get to a point, we're not sure on how to go or what we should do or how we should handle this. But I would encourage all of us, me first, in you, search the scriptures daily. And, and you know, pray for wisdom that God would direct us and, and show us what we need to know. And the way to heaven is not that confusing. We make it that way. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man can come to the Father but by me. It is, it's the way of the cross. And we need to be overcomers. You know, the world can sometimes press up in on us and we just think it looks impossible to make it a cross. But the Bible is clear that if we have washed, been washed in the blood and if we've had our sins under the blood, and if we are faithful until the end, he will give us the crown of life. And you know, we have to overcome discouragement. Yeah, we have to overcome discouragement. Discouragement would defeat us. And you know, I'm, I want to be careful how I say that. I think it's fine that we grieve. The heart of God grieves when people sin, and we need to do that too. I don't, I'm not saying don't look, just look past sin. Just look past if somebody walked away from God. Do you know that that is probably, I cannot think of one other thing that I've dealt more with is to hear people that just preached, that were far and brimstone preachers, and then just kind of give it up. There has nothing ever destroyed me to that point. That is something that I have. You know, as we as as people, and I'm going to have to get, I said I was going to be talking about overcoming. We need to overcome. Um, We need to be... um, Well, how would you describe how to overcome that you struggle with loving people? How would you describe how do you overcome that? How, you know, I believe that hey, I I believe, yes, I believe. I believe the world can misinterpret love. I really believe that. But I believe a Christian can misinterpret it too. The Bible never did say that we shouldn't love a sinner. And the world, maybe the more looks at it. If you don't love, you don't love me. Be, or I mean, you don't. You still love people, but they 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 look like if you love somebody. You could never announce that something's sin. That's not love. That's that's what the world would say. But you know, we need to let the Bible is our judge, and we don't. We need to base it on the Word of God. That's how we overcome. We need to be loving people. You know. By this shall all men know that you're my disciples if you have love for one and another. At Crossroads Church, it's everybody we come in contact with. It's people that we come in odds with. It's people that we don't agree with. It's maybe people we don't agree with. Maybe some kind of doctrines that they sort of think and we sort of think and, and this person here sort of thinks something else and you know, we just kind of get what we just don't really love that anymore. the Bible never said we could do that. We have to overcome that. We have to overcome and um, you have, you know, um, some things are not quite as far out as there were two people that were just in such odds with each other. They couldn't love each other, and and finally, it just it kind of got to the point that it was over the generations, and and actually, what what it really was that that they they when it come down to with the end of the battle, the these two uh, two people that were neighbors, they had the same name, but there was one letter different in that name, what just met it. Um, it made it just a little bit different. And the reason they did that the years past, hundreds of years before that was, this one with the one less letter didn't like the one that had the extra letter. And they, and you know, these two guys, they got to the point that they didn't really even know what, but they just knew they didn't like each other. And you know, brothers and sisters, this morning we are called to love each other, no matter what. Um, You know, I I often had to think about loving and how we, we we need to overcome that. And, you know, I, I had to think about how we love each other. Did you ever think about, we don't even like to think that this is even possible, but your companion might make a mistake. She might. So it's easy. I guess it is pretty easy for us to say it. we do. And here's what I'm going to say. And I do. But I don't think we should always love people enough that we really care about their reputation. That we really care about that. There's no way that we can get to the point that we don't love somebody that we don't care about their reputation. If we don't care about their reputation, I really question do I love them? If, if I don't care about your reputation, do I love you? By the way, I was just really encouraged by uh, what you had to say this morning there, Delmer and Amgene. I was just really encouraged by that. It, it lifted my spirits. Um, I sense love in that all. And that's what I'm trying to say. If we see something that is not biblical, we are still required to love. And I, I think we need to drill. I, I think we um, we can kind of come self-centered in our thinking and thinking we've got it and nobody else has it. And and but we are still required to love them. We're still required to pray for enemies as far as that goes. We are required to to forgive and we have to overcome that we have to overcome forgiveness we have to be able to overcome and to forgive our brothers and sisters we have to you know forgiveness is like i i would like to say it this way it's like a field without a fence it don't stop the bible says 490 times and it kind of it kind of words it there how often should I forgive my brother seven times 70 or seven or something like that? It goes on to say, I think it's just simply saying we don't quit. I don't think it meant 490 times then we quit. I don't think, you don't think that either, do you? I think the Bible says that we need to continue to forgive. We need to forgive our brothers and sisters. To him that overcometh shall inherit all things. And he says, I shall be his God and you shall be my, his people. They overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony, and they loved not their life unto death. You know, it says that he that overcometh in, in chapter 3, it says, He that overcometh shall be clothed in white raiment, and I will not blot out his name out of the book of life, and I will confess his name before my Father and before his angels. You know, brothers and sisters, if we came into this world and if we didn't overcome the flesh that's in us, if we don't overcome the flesh and the desires that live within us, if we don't get rid of that, we will be overcame. And you know, I, I guess I could just simply say that one big battle that we have to do in life, we have to overcome selfishness. Selfishness will destroy us. And you know, that list could go, you could take the word selfishness, and one thing it could put you on a pedestal that you are in control. You are the person. You are the one. You have your ideas and your ambitions can, can be very selfish for your advantages, so to say, or mine or anybody's I guess this, mor- this morning you know as I speak here this morning uh, we all to be at, we all need to be like overcomers just like Paul was when he's on the road to Damascus we need to overcome the things that destroy us and he was knocked down by the light you know how it all goes and and as he was knocked down, he said, Lord, what will thou have me to do? Your brothers and sisters this morning, I believe that we do. We need to come to that point and we might ask God, God, what do you want out of me? What do you expect out of me? What do you want me to do? And, you know, he went on and was baptized and, and it says that the scales fell from his eyes and he, can, he was blind, but he would not only be able to see... Uh, be able to see naturally but spiritually he was able to see the things of god and you know there's all kind of accounts in the bible like that people were overcome you know the the, the jailer the Philippian jailer was he was a man that he was in prison with paul and silence and you know the doors swung open and paul and silence they didn't I, they were singing praises to god and they knew they didn't know that those doors were going to swing open and as those doors swung open he was going to take his own life, and he's seen the works of Paul and Silas. He said, "Lord, what must I do to be saved?" And Paul and Silas just preached to him Jesus and said, "That you know how that all was." And in uh, is that the count where the Lord added into that church? I believe is that it, or is that where is that where somewhere? Where am I at on that? Uh, where the I have to think of that through a little bit. You know, I've just had to think about. As I was thinking about overcoming this morning, I I believe that is in the other, uh, that's in the day of Pentecost where, you know where the, okay, that was the day of Pentecost. He said, therefore, go let all the house of Israel know surely that they've made this same Jesus who who, who you persecuted, both Lord and Savior. And that was when Peter was preaching in the day of Pentecost. And Peter, and the people said, Men and brethren, what shall we do? And they said, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of your sins, and you shall receive this gift of the Holy Ghost. And then it goes on to say, For this promises unto you, and to your children, and the Lord, many of the Lord God has called. We see, brothers and sisters, what did they do? They overcome. They were they people that they overcome, and, and, and they begin to break bread and fellowship and prayers, and fear come upon every soul and wonders, and they sold their possessions, it says. Yes, they did. They sold their possessions. That's what the Bible says. They sold their possessions, and they continued daily in what? and what type of accord? In one accord. The breaking of bread from house to house, and did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart. I knew, I knew a man, I knew a man that, that uh God-fearing man and and, uh, and and you know it just you know I, I have to admit to start with I thought this this seems sort of different I mean no he wasn't a Mennonite but he, he was somebody that I know pretty well and and uh it, it seemed a little different for me for a little bit but you know after I got started thinking about it he you know like if you'd go down to set and uh to eat lunch together he said well would you be interested in breaking bread with me and you know that that doesn't Maybe it don't sound like a Mennonite. Huh? Is that what you're going to say? Or what do you think? I don't know. But that's. Okay. Thank you. But, you know, that he got started saying that. And I just, you know, I, I had to kind of uh, get a hold of myself because I wasn't used to that. And uh, so that's what we did. That's what we did. I don't know. I'm just about done here. That's just about all I got to say. But you know what? Sometimes you have to take my ideas and let God's ideas get in our heart, you know, if I can say that. That's what I had to do. Yeah. So, and one thing for sure, as we think about overcoming, This morning, the in church, they had her all together. Okay, let's just, you want me to be real this morning, okay? Let's just be real, okay? They had need of nothing. They were rich, they increased with goods, they had no needs, they just really didn't need anything. I want to, now I want to be careful how I say this, because this is, this is not a negative thought, but I just want you to think a little bit. Okay, we were up on the hill, we were up there on the, scenery there at the church. We used rent in a church. Paying hundred We didn't own a church. We didn't have a building. We had we had it. Nice. Now, okay, here we come. Now we're at this church, okay? Now we gotta be careful that we don't have need of nothing. Now that's for me. That segment's for me. And if you want to use it, you can use it. But that's actually for me. We got a lot of needs. We need more of Jesus. That's what we need. We just need more of Jesus. We have a lot of needs. A building does not make a church. I, I'd like to encourage this morning. I don't know if this would be a good way to finish out, but I, I, this is, there are so many things that you, we could talk about. Except our righteousness shall exceed the righteousness of the scribes and the Pharisees. We shall not enter into the kingdom of God. We're not above that. We need to be above that. Why? They were just good enough where they were at. They had it together. They had no needs. They had nothing that they had to have. They just were sufficient where they were at. It says, except we're above that. We're not going to enter into the kingdom of God. Our righteousness is nothing but filthy rags. As I think about the, you know, that's, that's where they were at, the, the Laticean church, they, they had no needs. They had no need of nothing. They were rich. They were increased with goods. And uh, but you know what Jesus told him? He said, "Take this eye salve that you think so much of, and anoint thy eyes that thou mayest see." To him that overcometh, I will set with me in yonder throne. Jesus says that He will set with us in glory if we overcome these things that we face. And you know what? I could stand here and as I think about that, I just think. The Lord didn't ask us something in this life to do that was impossible to make it to heaven. He didn't ask me that. Neither did he ask you. It's all possible. All we've got to do is surrender. That's really all we have to do. That's what I gotta do. We just have to surrender to God and let God take care of us. God can do that. He's big enough. Um I always had to think of it this way. I was a young boy. I just, this is probably one of my first memories of a farm, being on a farm, and you could be anywhere. Our old buildings out home there were, the old red shed. They not bird-proof. I guess you guys make them now, they're bird-proof. But this and here, And an old bird would get in there, and the door could be wide open, and that bird, would just fly back and forth and fly back and forth and hit the wall and all at once it fly to the floor and look up. There's the door. Jesus said, "I am the door." We are. He is the door. When we fall on our back and we look up, thank May May you. May the day. May the Lord bless you. Thank you for just praying for me. I. I'm not going to ask you if you prayed for me. I know you did. Thanks for praying. And I just want to encourage you this morning, brothers and sisters, my plea in my heart today is that I just want to totally surrender to God wherever He wants me at and whatever He wants me to do. And and you know, I can make that statement, okay? I can make that statement. But now, now I have to work on that. And I have to con- be an overcomer. I've got to overcome the flesh that deals with me. We have to let loose of I. I, ca- I can do nothing. But Jesus said he's going to give us strength. By all things, you know, Christ will give us strength. He's going to lead us through. and He's, And you know, So what what how do I how do I come to a close here today? I'd like to ask you a question and I'm not gonna, I'm not going to because it was just and I always did this and I am not even expecting you to you have any idea what I would have shared the last time I spoke here? Any idea anybody? I'm I'm not going to I mean you don't remember one thing that's okay. Just remember one thing God loves you that's what I want you to remember mainly I tried I don't know if I got it real clear but I tried to speak that you as couples speak life to each other That's what I tried to do and that assignment's still on I thought I told you to try it for one week and then maybe you can continue and i tr- I tried to do that and I I tried, and I tried, and I found out that you just got to keep working on it. Uh, I tried to do that. Now, it's not. We can speak life to you. You can speak life to me. We can speak life youth to your parents, parents to your youth. It don't quit. It ain't just your partner. But I'd like to encourage you today. As you leave this place today, speak life. Speak words of life to each other. I know that we can ever want overcome. How do I know that? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. That's how we can overcome. I know. I can. I know that you can. I know that God loves you and will keep you if we just hold and just give everything to Him. May the Lord bless. I just. I think I'm just gonna. Uh, I'm going to ask somebody up. else to pray today. Kevin would you, you want to pray?